0: Welcome to third shot picklers. This is the podcast where we talk everything pickleball. We're here to grow the community and share our love for the game. And we've got another exciting episode today. But first uncle and Russ, how are you doing today?
1: Doing good. Yeah, I'm feeling great.
0: Have you played any pickleball lately?
1: Russ, I'll let you answer first because you, 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 <laughs> just, you started picking up the game. So I know you, you're hooked on this. Well,
2: you know, there, there was the once. uh, <laughs> so, you know, the second time going out, um, not, not as, uh, not as successful because I, 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 I forget, forgot to, to bring balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, next time though, I'm going to, I'm going to put a little bag together and we'll, we'll make this happen.
1: I've actually been sense. playing a lot of pickleball, um, Part of it is because I absolutely love playing the game, but also for our show, we've had a couple of different um, pickleball paddle companies send us their paddles to try out. I always want to get enough games in so I can have you know, an accurate assessment of the paddles that I can share with all of you. So um, I've been using a lot of different paddles, and because of that, I've gotten a lot of good pickleball in. I love it.
0: All right. Nice. Well, before we get too ahead of ourselves, jumping into talking about pickleball, we got to do our shot. Exactly. Right.
1: Yeah, we can't All forget the
0: right. shot. Don't forget it. Cheers.
1: <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Oh, yeah. So speaking so, um, of we- battles, I, I'm just yeah. curious. I'm just curious, you guys. Here's a little observation that I've made. Like, I go out and like over the weekend... I was playing at a place that probably had about 50, 60 people there. And I was looking around because I'm trying out different paddles. I'm looking around at everybody's paddles. And I rarely saw out of the 60 people, I rarely saw one paddle that two people had.
3: Like mm-hmm. there were oh, everybody really? was
1: playing a different paddle. It, it was pretty interesting. And it got me thinking, Is like, how are people choosing their paddles? What do you think they're looking for?
0: That is a really interesting observation because it seems as of recent, there's just been so many pickleball paddle companies that have tons and tons of different products out there. And so um, every paddle that you see is you know somewhat similar, but they also have a lot of uh, different features to them. So yeah, I'm curious too, what people are looking for when they're shopping for a paddle.
2: Do you think it's, how much of it is look do you think? Right. Like, I mean, when you do, you know, like looking at the different selections of paddles that have been sent to us, the different paddles that Greg has, like, there's some that are just like, they look really cool. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, that looks really cool. So I wonder how much of it is look versus actual, like, you know, form, <laughs> you know, like what, what right. it's actually going to do for their game.
1: Yeah. I kind of, when I was thinking this and I was observing all of this, The first thing that came to mind it was like cars. Like how do people Mm -hmm. choose their cars? Like some people are going for something that's super sporty and hot looking, right? You know, sports car. Some people are going for a prestigious car, right? Something, you know, a brand name. Some people are going for something like an electric car because they they're very environmentally conscious. So there's, you know, that Mm -hmm. incentive Mm -hmm. or or that motive in, in choosing their car. And I'm wondering besides the look, that maybe people are choosing their paddle, I don't know, as a status symbol in some in some cases, just to kind of, I don't know, mirror their personalities?
0: I don't know. Right. What do you
1: think? Do you think there's something to that?
0: I think so. I mean, growing up in sports, um, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I feel like I've heard it from other athletes as well, but you kind of size up your opponents, right? Like, we would get to the soccer field and we'd look at the other team and kind of see, you know, what uniforms are they wearing? What cleats do they have on? What equipment are they using? Are the balls like the newest Nikes or whatever it may be. So I do, I do kind of see that as um, like a status symbol or, or, you know, trying to portray also maybe the level of player that you are, you know, Um, maybe Entry level or beginner players won't have like the newest Selkirk paddle or whatever the hot paddle is at the time, but uh, I think you are onto something.
2: I just uh, I uh, went to a soccer game, my son's soccer game, and the next kids are coming up for the next game, and the one team, like this one team, I don't know, you know what school it was, but they they had like all matching duffel bags. They like their uniforms were like they, they were all tucked in. They looked like. It was like an operation. <laughs> you know,
3: like they, I, I just, I just
2: thought like I didn't watch the game, but I'm like, oh, that that that's the winners of the game right there. the, that's the <laughs> team. <laughs> they, they just, I mean, come on, like they know what they're doing. So maybe it is, you know, about that too. Like, you know, not just even the paddle, but like the whole thing, right? Like, it's it's or what they're wearing it's about the intimidation. Emotion. Yeah, like a little little intimidation play when you're going out there. Yeah. You got to back it up, though. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Right. No, there's been plenty of times where you think, holy smokes, like this team has it together. Like they've got to be great just based off of the way they look or they Mm -hmm. present themselves on the field or the court. But then they start playing, and it's like, oh, pfft.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Isn't it fun <laughs> to
1: take those teams down
0: <laughs> <It
1: is. laughs> or, or, you know, like the, the guys that are rolling out or the people that are rolling out the pickleball courts and they're just dressed in like the nice sweatsuits or the shorts and the brand new shoes. And they got the $220 paddles and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, and then you get there and you're just like slamming on them. It's like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> right my wooden paddle can compete too right
1: <laughs> what's really interesting though is because hey we, we we are lucky that we have the opportunity to try out a lot of different paddles and we've trying different price ranges um you know from you know under a hundred dollars to over two hundred dollars and we're trying all these different paddles out and i think it's you know we're, we're very lucky that we actually get to try them because most yeah. players you know when they go to the store at least most of the stores don't really have a place they don't have a court to hit the ball so they really don't know how the ball or how the paddles is going to feel when they're hitting it so that tells me that a lot of it is looks That's
3: right true, or yeah. Or
1: it's maybe a review that they read online or something like that, but it's not like they get to try it out before they get to play it. So I think there is something to the aesthetics of a paddle versus, you know, always going for just top performance. Because they don't know what the performance is going to be like yet.
2: Yeah, like unlike the car, you can't do the test drive.
1: So you're like, okay, hopefully this thing is not a living. Yeah, I think there's some places now that are allowing you like, a you know, a week or two weeks to try a paddle out and then you can return it and stuff. But most of the time when you're going to a store, you're just buying what you're buying. So I hope it works yeah. for you.
0: Yeah, and there's some online programs too. Um, a few paddle companies I've seen where you can sign up and they'll send it to you for a trial period. But again, that's at a cost too. You still have to pay for the the cost of shipping or whatever it may be to have it sent to you, and then to send it back if you don't want to keep it. So um, it does make it a little bit tougher to figure out which paddle you want to play with.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a new business idea right there. Just showing up at these pickleball courts with a bunch of different paddles to like do the out. trial thing, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, try yeah. out these paddles five five bucks an hour. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to have a big trench coat with all these paddles you the inside of the trench coat and flip it open and go, hey, what do you want to try? You know? <laughs> I got the paddle for you.
0: Yeah. You got to have like, the, the lollipop coming out the side of your yes. mouth.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, next time you guys go out to the courts, take a look around and, and see if you can put together a hypothesis of how do you think that person, you know how you go to a restaurant and you go, what's their story? What's their story? Next time you go to the court, look, look, look at a couple of different players and what paddle they chose, stuff like that, and put together a story. And oh, we'll I'll share that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so Russ, I, I look forward to this segment at every show. I love to, to find out, but you want to learn more about the game of pickleball.
2: Yes, yeah, so we, this this all started over with uh, you guys joining me on my podcast, the Le- Learning More Podcast, uh, also here on Podbean. By the way, I was going to say, like, if uh, people are l- using the Podbean app, it's a great way to communicate back with us, and maybe they could tell us their paddle stories of why they picked their yes. that would be kind of oh cool. so yeah, or how they chose. Podbean the app would do that, or you know, do it on social media. But you know, I, I love the Podbeans, so you know, <laughs> let's let's do that as well. Uh, okay, so my my question this week. And actually, I, I'm like, now I've, I've plugged my Learning More podcast and Podbean. I'm also, I got to mention, Greg, like, we're doing some more recordings for our uh, DIY for Business podcast. We've got one, you know, coming out yes, every Thursday, are. just the same time this one comes out. And one of the messages that always comes up, right, is if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. So what I was wondering, and I know, you know, like analytics is a little bit more difficult, like we're not going to put together some Excel spreadsheets or, or, or maybe we will, I don't know, but um, about your game, like how do you know that you're performing better, like by looking at the analytics so you can manage that particular aspect and actually get better at that? Are, are there any analytics that you guys are kind of watching out for?
0: I don't have any spreadsheets for my pickleball, but now I'm, <laughs> I'm worried. I gotta go go make some Excel spreadsheets to measure this. But you bring up a really great point: is if you want to get better, you do have kind of have to have a baseline, and then you know reflect back on it and see if there has been growth and. With us wanting to get better and to enter tournaments and become more competitive, that's definitely something that we have to do. Um, for mm-hmm. me personally, it's more, more so about consistency um, throughout the game. Like, am I getting most of my shots in or how many of my serves went out? And just kind of getting a general sense of it um, like during a game or during a night of mm-hmm. games. Um, at the end of the night, I'll look back and think, you know, how come I couldn't get my dinks in or why were my serves super long this game, but I was able to get them in last week. So always just kind of reflecting back on um, how I'm playing, but I also use my Apple watch, which I've talked about before. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You mentioned that last time. That's cool. It's, it's got the pickleball thing where you, and you can track your, yeah. uh, your calories, your, your steps, your uh, you know, your heart rate time you've been playing and all of that. So you, you've got some stats going on there, Bridgie.
0: I do, but you know, I think I use that one more so in vain just to see how many calories <laughs> I've burned to see what I can have for dinner afterwards, but that's no, okay. they still measuring something, <laughs> <that> right?
1: <laughs> you know, one of the interesting things that I wish I tracked and I got inspired this by this uh, post that somebody did where they tracked up uh, the last pro tournament and what they did was they tracked what percentage of times on the third shot and we're hey we're third shot podcast so I, I was very interested <laughs> in third shot and it caught my eye and they were tracking how many what percentage of times did the pros do a third shot drop versus a third shot drive and mm-hmm. you know generally speaking they they tell you you should third shot drop right that's the uh, you know the traditional play on the third shot And what they found was the pros did do more third shot drops, but not that dramatic of a difference. I think it was like 60, 40. Now the 40% of the times that they drove the ball versus did a third shot drop, the times that they did drive, they won that point 70% of the time. So even though they did a drop more often when they did decide to drive or the, the situation lended itself to drive because they, maybe the, the opponent had a bad serve or something, they won the point 70% of the time. So that's really interesting. And it really caught mm-hmm. my eye mm-hmm. and I thought, well, maybe I should start tracking how many times I'm dropping versus driving and what's the result of that point. It's interesting to look
2: at all that stuff. And it, I mean, it does help. It does it help does. you get better and, and make decisions, more informed decisions when you're uh, playing.
1: Yeah.
0: And now we have to change our podcast name to Third Shot Drive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Well, speaking of this podcast, what's going on on this podcast today?
1: Well, when we come back, we were just talking a little earlier about, you know, how do people pick paddles? Well, one of the most best design paddles that i have seen out there
0: and when we come back we will be joined by jennifer cranier the founder of single double
2: hey it's russ producer of the third shot podcast and as you know if you're a listener i'm one of those beginner players and well you know what great because single double pickleball they've got you covered. Yeah, their composite fiberglass and honeycomb core paddles are best suited for beginners and intermediate level players. In addition, all single double paddles come with a beautiful embroidered zip canvas case cover so you can look great Showing up to the court at singledouble.net. You can also shop for two and four paddle sets and save some money. Speaking of savings, for all of our third shot podcast listeners, they are offering a special additional discount of ten percent off your entire purchase. Just use code Third Shot Ten. Again, that's Third Shot Ten. Pickleball is a fun way to get active, make new friends. Whether you're a beginner like me or you already love to play, Single Double will give you the confidence to crush your competition on the court.
0: Welcome back to Third Shot. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast. Or on Twitter, search for Third Shot Pod. Uncle and I are really excited today to be joined by Jennifer Cronye from Single Double. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, thank you for Hi. having me. Of course, how's it going? I'm excited to be chatting with you today. Yeah,
1: we're excited to have you. We've been talking to you on the phone and we can't wait to have you share your story on you know, what you're doing with Single Double Pickleball. It's it's super exciting. We, we're really behind with uh, the whole movement that you have. But before we get to that story, you know what time it is. You are totally prepared for
3: this. Shot time. We got the shot key.
1: All right. Let's go. Cheers, everybody.
3: Cheers. Cheers. Now we're ready.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's get started, man. I I can't wait for you to kind of get into how did you start playing pickleball and what got you into this sport?
3: So I moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida in, I think it was the end of 2020, and obviously it was still COVID, and I had a couple friends there, but I didn't really know a lot of people, and I think just like everyone else, we were looking for different ways to be kind of social with people, with still kind of social distancing, and I happened to live across the street from Holiday Park, which had has eight dedicated pickleball courts there. So a friend of mine said, hey, do you wanna go play pickleball? And I said, sure, what is that, let's go. I think I have a similar story to pretty much anyone you talk to about pickleball, (laughs) is that once you play, it's kind of like you, you instantly fall in love with it and it's just something that you become slightly obsessed with, and now you just can't wait until that part of your day when you can play it again.
0: Yeah, exactly, we are there yeah. with you.
3: <laughs> so I just, I kind of started playing every single night because it, it was so hot and it's so hot during the day. Nobody really plays during the day there. Um, kind of wait until 6 p.m. and then full-blown challenge courts all night long and it's so fun.
0: That's great. I can definitely relate to it being hot. I'm out here in Vegas and so during the summertime that it's a no go anytime before the sun goes down.
1: I know, Bridgie. You took you took me out there one day at like eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock. I think it was already hundred and four. I'm going, Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> Are we doing this?
0: <laughs> yeah. We were aiming for a morning session, but
3: like an hour in and it was already too warm. Yeah. Yeah, we love pickleball, but we don't love it that much. (laughs) You don't want any heat strokes. No heat strokes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So at what point um, after playing and falling in love with the game, did you decide to actually make your own pickleball company?
3: So that's a great question. Um, I think for me it was kind of, okay, um, I really love this game. Now I want to buy a paddle, and where do I find a paddle? And so kind of scouring the internet. And this was obviously, you know, the summer of 2020, 20, um, yeah, 2020. And I'm not find finding anything that was kind of what I was looking for design focused. Obviously, of course, I want a really good quality paddle, but I kind of also want a cute paddle. You know, I want to look good. I want to feel good. And, um, I just wasn't seeing what I wanted to play with on the market. So that's really where it started. I thought, okay, I can, I can figure out how to make these paddles on my own and design the type of paddle that I want to play with.
1: I think that is so amazing that you took the initiative of hey I'm not finding a paddle that that I really love so I'm just going to start my own company <laughs> and I'm going to create paddles that you know a lot of different types of players will enjoy I mean that takes a lot of initiative to to do that and and what I'm really curious about is okay so you decided I'm going to start a pickleball company I'm going to I'm going to develop paddles like what was your vision then of what you're gonna create and over the years, how has that changed?
3: So I think initially when I started, um, I I was actually in the middle of, uh, I had a different business that I launched and sold that year. And I kind of realized that I wasn't really that passionate about it and that I thought maybe somebody else could do really well with that other company. And so I decided to sell that company. Um, what I did with the profit from that company is I put it into single double, which all of a sudden became this really huge passion in my life, right? Like I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was so excited about it. I couldn't wait to build this company. And I think that really it came down to, okay, you know, now, now I need to start the manufacturing process and how do I go about doing something like that? Right. Without ever have been able to, without have ever, you know, done that before, it was quite a challenging process to figure out, you know, where do I, who do I go to for this? So, I kind of just started researching where all of the major pickleball paddle brands manufacture their paddles. And then I decided to sample with all of those different manufacturers that I could find overseas. So... Really what it came down to was finding the best partner overseas that understood my vision and the quality that I wanted and the design aspect as well. So out of, you know, those six manufacturers, only one of them really got it right.
0: And how did you decide on the one? Like what what criteria did you use to determine that this is the manufacturer that I'm going to go with versus the others?
3: A lot of the times you could tell this, you know, either the surface was too gritty or the color was off or, you know, the quality of the grip wasn't good enough, or actually you'll find this this kind of funny. So what I would really do every time I would get a paddle is A, I would play with it. So that would be the first thing, right? Based on you know my criteria of how am I gonna choose this the right manufacturer. I would play with the paddle, I would look at it visually, obviously, and then I would cut it up. So I would take it into my yard and I would chop the paddles up entirely to oh, wow. see. I have a bag full of it's like a pickleball paddle graveyard, and <laughs> they're all <just laughs> destroyed. And um, it's funny because some of them you could rip apart very easily, right? And then ultimately, you know, the one that I ended up going with, the one I have now. I mean if you take that outside, I would don't I don't recommend this. don't take my paddle and cut it up. But <laughs> I've done that I've already done that for you. <laughs> so, um, it was a struggle. I mean the thing is strong, so I'm really happy with you know what I started with and what I ended up with. but yeah, I mean that was a big part of a big part of it is really kind of chopping them up and seeing what's inside. <laughs>
1: Well, one of the things that, uh, you know, I really appreciate and respect about you is you're a women-owned company. Single, double, Pickleball is a women-owned company. And the more involved I get with Pickleball and talking to different manufacturers, just different people in the industry, um, you're you're definitely in the minority there, right? And, you know, I'm guessing, I, I would love for you to share, have there been some but you would consider some additional challenges to kind of get this company going, just being a woman owned company versus not.
3: So I guess you could potentially look at it as a disadvantage, but I don't see it that way. Um, I kind of see it as, yes, I'm sure there's going to be challenges ahead. But for me right now, what I'm finding is that I kind of have this, it's almost like a built in network So, if I'm connecting with other female entrepreneurs, you know, in the sports space, in the pickleball space, it's kind of an unspoken thing, like, we're all here for each other, and how do we help each other and build each other up? So, there's this collaborative spirit about it that I think is really great, and a lot of times, people are really willing to help if they can. So... I think that I'm kind of leaning into that. Um, I would like to think that it's an advantage and not a disadvantage, like I said. But obviously, I'm sure there will be challenges that come, um, you know, along the way. It's obviously sports and pickleball in general are, you know, owned and owned by, you know, mostly men. And and there it is a smaller, you know, network of women that are breaking into the space. So hopefully we're able to help each other and build each other along the way. Absolutely. And I think that
0: that's great that you have that support. And I really love um, that perspective that you have on being a woman owned business within a sports space. So kudos to you for carving that out and um, kind of blazing the trail for other women
3: entrepreneurs, especially within the pickleball industry.
1: Yeah, you should be proud of what you're doing.
3: Thank you. I am proud. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, I'm really passionate about this company and pickleball in general and where the sport is headed. I mean, there's just so much excitement around it. Um, it's, it's a, it's a great feeling there's, I have a lot of work ahead of me still to come, but, um, so far it's been a good reaction and yeah, I'm just really excited about, you know, where this, where this goes. I mean, for me personally, you know, I'm, I'm based out of Asheville, North Carolina, so, um, you know, my future goals would be to have a whole manufacturing plant in Asheville, North Carolina, create jobs here, employ lots of women, m- you know, manufacture my own paddles um, in the U.S., and if we're talking, you know, five-year goal plan, that's, that's it right there.
1: Oh, that's fantastic, Reggie and I want to be podcasting five years from now, so we can do a follow up from Asheville, <laughs> North Carolina, and and visit the plant and do a show from there. That so, would be that, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm already putting it on my calendar for 2028. We're we're, we're coming out there. <laughs> there. It's, it's, we're there. We're booking. I think we should probably get a good airfare if we book now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've been talking a lot about the you know the journey, but we want to talk about these fantastic paddles. So um, we do need to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna be talking more about single double paddles with Jennifer Kanye. So come on back.
2: Hey, it's Russ, producer of the Third Shot Podcast. And as you know, if you're a listener, I'm one of those beginner players. And well, you know what? It's great because single double pickleball, they've got me covered. Yeah, their composite fiberglass and honeycomb core paddles are best suited for beginners and intermediate level players. In addition, all single double paddles come with a beautiful embroidered zip canvas case cover so you can look great showing up to the court. At single double net you can also shop for two and four paddle sets and save some money speaking of savings for all of our third shot podcast listeners they are offering a special additional discount with 10% off your entire purchase just use code third shot 10 again that's third shot 10 pickleball is a fun way to get make new friends whether you're a beginner like me or you already love to play single Double will give you the
1: confidence to crush your competition on the court thanks for coming back to third shot the podcast that brings the pickleball community together check out our website thirdshotpodcast.com for the latest episodes blogs please don't forget to follow our show and please rate it five stars It truly makes us so happy. Bridgie and I smile every time we get a five-star rating. So please do that for us. Uh, Before we went to break, we were talking to Jennifer Cranier, the founder of Single Double. And uh, Jennifer, let's finish the show strong by starting our favorite segment of the show with a third shot. Cheers, Jennifer. Cheers, Bridgie.
0: Cheers.
1: So before we went to break, we're saying, hey, let's, talk a little bit more about the paddles and one of the things that you had mentioned in the in the earlier segment was that you know one of the things you were looking for in a paddle for yourself is you wanted something that looked good that you felt good taken out to the court that kind of fit your personality um you know how much did that go into the designs and what were you thinking about what was your philosophy in creating the designs that you have right now at single doubles
3: Yeah, so I just really wanted to create something that was bright and colorful and fun. So really, I just wanted people to, you know, have one of my paddles and I feel like each one of my designs fits a different type of personality. So usually when someone looks at, right, because I'm a new company, so I've only got four designs to choose from right now and hopefully in the future that will grow but it's it's so much fun because usually people will um immediately go to one of the designs and say yeah that's me that speaks to my personality so that's been really fun to watch as well that's awesome and you do have very colorful very
0: fun paddles if you haven't seen them yet highly recommend going to check them out um And so I just kind of want to know a little bit more. It sounds like the backbone of your branding is being inclusive and making sure that um, people's personalities are um, represented in the paddles that are available to them. Um, When did you decide that that would be a part of your branding or is there like a specific story um, behind that passion that is represented in your brand?
3: Yeah. So I think um, when I first started playing pickleball, um I started playing with people from all different walks of life, all ages, all demographics, um all different sizes and shapes and colors and you know the pickleball court you have the ability to kind of become friends with people that you might not normally ever be in the same room with or have the opportunity to meet. And you know, as many differences as you might have, you know, they might be political differences. They might be, you know, so many diff- different types of things that you may not agree on. But when you play pickleball, you're playing pickleball together. And it kind of, you can kind of see the beauty in, in all of these different types of people when you play. I say that maybe you missed a shot, maybe not so beautiful, but... <laughs> But for the most part, right, it just gives you this opportunity to meet so many different incredible people. And so when I started building my brand and I thought about, you know, when you're building a brand, you really have to think about who's who's going to be purchasing your products. It's important. Every brand has to think of this. But for me, I really wanted it. I really didn't want to choose that. Maybe that's not a smart business strategy, but for me, you know, I want a six year old to play with my paddle. I want to play with my grandfather, you know, that's using the paddle. I want to play with my friends. You know, I didn't want to choose. Who's going to have to use that paddle? It was more so, no, the pickleball is for everybody. That's the best part about this game.
1: I think that's a, a fantastic business model. I, <laughs> I, wish, I wish more companies thought that way and, <laughs> and, and, you know, build something for everybody. You know, I was on your Instagram account and, and you have this great post with a, a woman in a wheelchair playing one of your paddles. I mean, there's everybody is playing the single-double paddles, and I think it's just amazing. Uh, you know, the design uh, that I'm playing is the Haywood, and I got to tell this, this cool story about the Haywood. So, you know, just describe the Haywood paddle. It is, on one side, yellow with flowers, and on the other side, is it's a pink with the single-double. So I got this paddle because... When I was talking to Jennifer and I was deciding which paddle I wanted to try out, my daughter was with me and she looked at this paddle and she says, "Daddy, you have to get this one. This is the one that I want to play." Once you get done, you know, trying it out and talking about it on the show, she was in love with it. Now, I talked to a lot of paddle companies and she sees a lot of different paddles coming through the house and she never said this about any other paddle except for the Haywood. So right off the bat, I'm like, okay, for sure, you know, I'm I'm getting this paddle. I roll out to the courts with my Haywood, with my <laughs> yellow flowers, the pink on one side, you know, and all the regular guys and girls, and, you know, they're all looking at me, and I'm and I get out there, and this paddle has some pop. I was just pounding the ball with this paddle, and they're all looking at me, going, "Where's that coming from?" So it was so cool <laughs> to be rolling out with the Haywood and just blowing people away with the power that it produced. So thank you for l- allowing me to win a lot of matches with this battle already. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I expect uh, I expect a lot of wins with single double paddles. That's the goal right there.
1: <laughs> and Bridgie, which paddle are you playing?
0: Oh, the, the name is escaping me, Jen, if you can help me out. It's the striped one. The Biltmore. The Biltmore one. Yes. And I love that design. Um, And when I was picking it out, I was thinking about my favorite pickleball outfits and which ones would match it. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's it for sure. And similar to uncle, when I was playing with it, the amount of power that it has that you can generate off of it is amazing. And the grip on it, as pretty as the surface looks, you wouldn't think that it had that much grip on it so you can really spin that ball very well the only thing that I would say that I'm sad about is that I don't want it to get messed up it's so pretty that when I go out there I'm like I just want to keep it nice because it looks so cute but you know Um, it's a great paddle
3: I will say you can you can hit hard with you can you can smash some balls with that paddle don't you know don't be gentle with it uh, it's it's true tried and tested it's gonna last
0: well after hearing that you chopped them all up i i do feel a lot more confident now using it for sure <laughs> i don't have to worry about ruining it you know how
1: so, in pickle, uh, you, so you know how in pickleball everybody you know after a good shot you know they're, they're tapping paddles and stuff like that I, I was playing with a guy and he's got you know, a black guard on his paddle and he was tapping my paddle after I hit a winner and it left a little black scuff on my on my beautiful paddle. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, I am not tapping with you anymore. We're not messing this paddle up. <laughs> okay, no tapping paddles, no
3: tapping paddles, but you still yeah.
1: it. <laughs> no low fives, no none of that. We'll we'll fist pump, but you're not touching this paddle. It looks too good. <laughs> so, so Jennifer, tell everybody about your other two models. You got the Mumford and and the Rad as well. Tell us about the, you know the design as well as the specs on it.
3: Yeah. So all four paddles are they have the same specs. So it's the same model, but they are different designs. So the names are just based on the different designs, but all the same quality, all the same specs. Um, it is a composite paddle, so it has a textured fiberglass surface. Um, it is so a lot of other companies will do cold pressed um, honeycomb core and a cold pressed honeycomb core is actually not as durable so i do a hot pressed honeycomb uh, polypropylene core which um, helps with the durability and the power um it's a custom molded edge guard obviously and uh like i said (laughs) almost impossible to take off. I would be surprised if, if it came off on any paddle in even over a year of playing with it. Um, I could not get it off essentially. <laughs> it's so strong. <laughs> um, yep. The grip is, uh, you know, leather, like high, highly condensed foam. It's curved for comfort. So sometimes, um, the grips can be a little bit harsh, but this one's curved. So it's a little bit more comfortable on the hand. Um, Each paddle comes with a embroidered canvas cover, um, which also looks quite nice. And the weight is about approximately 7.7 ounces, uh, 13 millimeters thickness. And um, it's got a grip circumference of 4.2 inches.
1: Yeah, not only is it powerful, but it has a really nice touch to it and it has a really good sound. The ball coming off your paddle has a, for my ear, has a really good sound to it. It's not too clunky, you know, clock, you know, I don't, I don't like that sound coming off the paddle. It's, it's really, um, it's, it's, I don't know. I, it just really sounded good to my ear. Everything about your paddle really lent itself well. I know I promised my daughter she's getting, you know, this paddle, but, uh, I, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed play. I really enjoyed playing your paddle.
3: That makes me happy to hear.
1: <laughs> I'm curious. How did you come up with the different names of the paddles?
3: So um, each of the paddles are named after uh, different areas in Asheville. so i mm. I love it here. Um, this is this is the best city. Shout out to Asheville, North Carolina. any of my you know, friends that are here that might listen to this podcast, hopefully all of them, of course. And, yeah, um, we've got the River Arts the River Arts District. That's the Rad Paddle. Um, we have the Biltmore. Uh, the Montford is an area, historic area, that I play pickleball in a lot, actually, in Montford Park. And we have, um, oh, the Haywood Paddle, which is um, – runs through West Asheville lots of artists and creators and yeah I love it here so I named my paddles after them
0: that's a really cool story are you planning on adding any more paddles named off named after cities
3: or maybe Las Vegas maybe um we could do a a special one called the Bridgie Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that
3: We can collaborate. You let me know what you like. We can design one together. Um, Yeah, I mean, I. fun fact, before I moved, so I was in Fort Lauderdale for a year before I moved to Asheville, and I've now been in Asheville for a year, but before that, I used to work on private yachts, so I traveled the world um, working as a stewardess, and I was able to travel to lots of beautiful different places in the world, and maybe I'll just name my paddles after different countries
1: that's such a cool idea that is such a cool idea if people are interested in getting these paddles what is the best way for them to uh, reach out and, and get some of these gorgeous paddles
3: yeah so the best way to get some single double paddles is on our website it's singledouble.net um, if you forget that it's net you can also get them at singledouble.com <laughs> Um, it'll still direct you to singledouble.net, which I love because of the play on words there. Uh, and please check us out. We've got um, TikTok, Twitter. We've got some creators doing some funny con- pickleball content for us. Um, my favorite is Fit to Serve. He's he's uh, definitely creating some hilarious pickleball content for Single Double Pickleball. Um, our Instagram is putting up a bunch of great content with. Uh, player highlights and player features like that wonderful woman you saw on my Instagram page in the wheelchair. Her name is Twyla and she I actually played pickleball with her in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she's incredible.
1: That's so great. And you know what? I really want to thank you because I think you have a special offer for our listeners tonight.
3: We do. I'm so excited to offer all the listeners a third shot podcast, a special discount. We want to give you 10% off of your first order with My amazing company, Single Double. The code is third shot 10, and that'll give you 10% off your whole order.
1: Well, thank Thank you so much
3: for doing that.
0: Yeah, and there's more than just paddles too on your website. Um, She's got some really pretty pickleballs on there as well, um, and some hats and some other fun gear. So definitely use that code and and get yourself hooked up with some really fun gear.
1: Thank you so much for joining us tonight.
3: I had so much fun. This is the best. I hope that we can talk again hopefully sooner than five years down the road. Maybe we'll we'll keep checking in with each other, but that's booked on the calendar for sure. Absolutely, yes. It's been such a
0: pleasure having you, Jen, and thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having
3: me.
1: And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Jennifer Cranier of Single Double Pickleball. Go check out their website at singledouble.net. We will have a link to uh, their website at thirdshotpodcast.com. And while you're there, please share your pickleball stories. And as you've probably heard by now, we may ask you to be a guest on our show. We've had a couple of those already, and we love having those episodes. So please leave your story and support the show by subscribing. And we promise to have more amazing guests like Jennifer in future episodes. So Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.